0: Heyo, how are you doing? It's a wonderful day. It really is. It's lovely. I feel so blessed to continue doing this work because, well, so many people are just demanding it, really. (laughs) Continuing this work because... I love being here. I love seeing other people find and self-navigate their way through their own work. And I love challenging the narrative that you should become dependent on me. I think you should become dependent on yourself. And maybe this just allows you to walk hand in hand with someone. But more than anything, you walking in your truth, in your light, that's what I want to get you back to. And I have nothing to do with that. But we can be friends. Really, it's about rebalancing that power, you finding your power in this world. And maybe all of us looking to disempower the darkness because humans are eternal light. Let's go. Welcome to Season 3! Um, I would love to tell you that Season 3 is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in, and honestly, it could be, but this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me, and that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Hey, my party people, how are you? You're looking lovely. It is a beautiful day. It's shaping up to be somewhere over negative temperatures. People are probably going to be wearing shorts here, okay? It's going to get up to 30 degrees. And to some of you, you may be like, that is not shorts weather, that is coat, hat, gloves, mittens, everything that you own. Break out the double layers. To so those of us in Iowa who have just endured days and days upon days of negative, beyond negative temperatures, it's short weather, y'all, at least for today. And you should know this about this state and our people here it is the flip of a switch. Okay, the second that it turns 30 it, in the morning, it could be negative 100. And if it is 30 by the afternoon, Iowans are prepared. Okay, once it becomes somewhere around spring, and believe me, we are nowhere close, but we're close enough in Iowa, we're ready. Okay, and it is a quick switch. You could go from layers upon layers to summer where we're ready. I don't even know that I ever okay I used to do a really good job of making sure that I packed away summer stuff but I want to be ready too. I want to be ready to flip that switch when it's warm. Listen, and I do it. It's the craziest thing. When it's warm I'm like, "What? We don't what are winter coats? <laughs> 30 degrees sweatshirt weather people. Crazy, right? Anyways, I'm excited to have a little bit of the cold lifted a little bit. We're not going crazy, but I'm, it's likely that we'll be wearing sweatshirts. I'll definitely be walking my children to school and we'll probably for a brief second, believe that this warm weather is a glimpse at spring that we are certainly nowhere close to, but Hey, a girl can dream, right? So let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. Um, today, I am going to do a great thing for one of the listeners of this show. And I remember talking to this listener and hearing her dreams and vision for her life at a very similar point to mine, where we were both just kind of like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. And she definitely was in a space of, I don't know either. Um but I, I I hear what you're putting down. And so let's do this together. And seeing both of us go on this journey together and seeing both of us get closer to our light is so magical and so wonderful. And I can't wait to like someday, <laughs> someday take all these people that we've been collecting along the way that are going through this journey alongside of me and, like, all come up together and create our own stages together and somehow it all makes sense and we'll look back and we'll remember that once we were walking lost and then we found our power together. And to this listener, I think... You know, her great thing is just continuing to find what that is. And it's not even what it is as much as it is who she is and tapping into that and finding ways to not sideline that because it's being questioned, just knowing and standing in the knowing and standing in the truth. And for me, that's a huge part of this is like, I can't be less anymore i can't be less once i allowed myself to experience me in my fullness in my power in my element in my light and i can see that more and more and i know just like me just like other people who have gone on this journey on along the way with us like it's a work in progress We are going to come back and we are going to question things and then we're going to get back up because of all the things that we've built into our DNA over this process, over the process and commitment to growing in self, growing in self-love, growing in self-knowing. That process grows stronger human beings, grows human beings who are able to just be And I know that when both of us started, we were running away from that being. We were running away and trying (laughs) to find everything to fill the gaps that might allow us to see that, to feel that, to be that. And when we both stopped running, we could finally see that the running was impeding the being. And I know, after having conversations with her, that she's so much closer. And so this is her great thing. Finding stages where she can experience her own light and spread it further. Yes, further. Find those gaps. Fill those dark gaps with light. Let people experience that. And I know, just like all of us, we're never done with this work. Um, But it really is in the taking back the power, taking back the understanding that you are a light. And this listener has always been a light. Has always been a light to other people. And I'm excited to see her be a light for herself. And really taking back her ability to see herself as that. Not always turning the light on others. Turning the light on herself. And getting to better understand and recognize her Light and being able to even speak to that when called on. And so that's her great thing, but I'm gonna go to gonna, gonna go ahead and not be able to talk for a second and call her out and say, keep going, keep growing. Like I don't even think you've begun to tap into the kind of light that you're meant to bring into this world. And I'm excited to see where you go. And I'm excited to see where this world takes you and how you find and follow flow through this experience. And I love more than anything how beautiful people actually self-guide. People self-guide. Like looking outward and wanting and my goal with all of this work is that this work allows you to tap into your own knowing, to better understand what it is to know, to tap into your own being and follow that, not me. And this work, even though not set with that intention in the beginning, this work is really just meant to hold hands and continue walking forward. It is not meant to be the source that saved you. It is meant to be the prompt that allowed you to save yourself. And the continual journey of coming back to self, coming back to something that just propels you along a path that is always rooted in self-knowing. In the importance of being. And we didn't start there, but I think we've always followed along those lines. This isn't the end-all, be-all truth. You are. Are the end all be all truth. And I love seeing people who doubted their ability to self navigate, who doubted their greatness, and are now navigating back to that truth, that central truth, that they are a light and that they are great and do great and are capable of great and amazing things, should they just begin to call on that truth. And gosh, I see a lot of people coming back into that knowing. And it is the most beautiful thing that I could ever hope to see. And I could only hope that this was a piece of the puzzle, but the the puzzle is ever expanding. This is maybe one part, maybe, maybe one second of one piece of one part And maybe it doesn't even, maybe you never even touch any of this work, right? Maybe you never hear this, but maybe someone just off says, yeah, I know a girl that did this podcast event. Something dream, death. I don't know. It was real dramatic and crazy. And it has, it's yellow, maybe, I don't, I don't know. And then someone goes, oh my gosh, I want to do a podcast. What? They're for Iowa. oh my gosh. Okay. Permission granted, right? You don't know. You don't know the impact of your story. You don't know the impact of your light. Your job is just to be in that being. Find where it is and let it shine. And this is Hannah in her truth shining. And it's not up to me what the work becomes or how it impacts people. It's up to you. And I feel very grateful that I can share great things for people who have in some way been impacted by this, but no means has this changed their lives. They changed their lives. And that's the most amazing thing ever. I could wish for nothing more from anyone who's impacted by this show. Um, The goal is always about the empowerment of self. Of you deciding. Not me. Not some book you read. You. And then following your truth. Wherever that may lead you. Right? Because I send and suggest things all the time. And, and and I want people to know when it's right for them. And... People are out there self-navigating, and it's the most amazing thing that I could ever witness, I'm telling you. And seeing people do things that they weren't doing before, experimenting with where their light shows up, is the most amazing thing that I could ever be lucky enough to witness and somehow be a part of. I don't know. Such a blessing. Okay, that's my great thing. Go ahead and ground yourself in your own greatness or someone else's greatness, but mostly yours. Okay, we just took a little break from Hannah's, but we'll be back on tomorrow. Don't worry. (laughs) Uh, Just do it. You're not going to regret it. Okay, so today, I can't, right? Every time, every time, listen, every time that I dive into the psychology of humans and the way that our brains work, and this is really important for the culture business that I work on, but also for this work, right? Because I'm constantly, constantly, and I feel like I have been my whole life, conflicted with this light. It it was always confusing to me. It was always, and as someone who found their way into darkness. I think it was just always this narrative, this conflicting narrative that existed in my life as an individual who is mostly light, period. I mean, like, I can't even, and I can only confirm this because now I see I have a child who is very much like me and she can't understand darkness. It doesn't make any sense to her. And so like my <laughs> firstborn who will like instantly gravitate to the darkness, to the sadness, to whatever, she'll just come in and always bring a light every single time. No question. She can't even understand why she would go there. Like that will be the question that she asks: Why would you be this sad? This is, it's only this. It's going to be okay. And she's constantly conflicted with it. And so then I think about how some of us are just natural lights in this world. And the problem becomes the darkness. And once we're deemed powerless in those situations, and I wouldn't say that the darkness is the problem in that people are dark and that that's a human nature thing. I think a human nature thing is lightness. Now, we have different ways of looking at the world, certainly, but it's when we move out of power, when we feel powerless, that we begin acting in ways that are untrue to our natural state of being, right? And so, as I'm reading about this, because this book is getting into the psychology of humans, and are we naturally destructive and hateful and warlike, or are we naturally kind? And this book is certainly out there finding evidence, right? This is the goal, <laughs> to prove that humans are kind and sort of find evidence to prove that even the studies that were done to prove that humans are warlike and inhumane, even those studies really were rooted in humans who were deemed powerless and found it really important to stress this narrative of how evil humans are because of what they experience. They were trying to find proof of that. But I should say that should we go looking for proof of kindness, that is what we will find. And, right, that's literally, as someone who, like, studies for no reason how to shift people's beliefs, that's it. Look for the opposite. You want to believe that you're rich, wealthy, abundant? Look for that. Look for examples of that. And it does not have to look like monetary examples, but it can. Look for the opposite. Look for the abundance. And then we want to shift beliefs that we aren't great. Look for the opposite find and present yourself proof of the opposition. Whereas most of us, once we're disempowered, once we're told, no, you're not great, then we begin buying into and building on that narrative. That's the proof that we're looking for. Ah, I am dumb. There's a block. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I spelled three words wrong in my post yesterday. Block, block, block. I'm the dumbest block, block, block. And all of a sudden that disempowerment backs us into a wall and we start to feel anxious and dark and lonely. And as a result, even though maybe we're a light human being to start with, as a result, we start throwing rocks because we're buried. And so we begin To be hateful, and maybe we don't strike out in all out war, but we're hateful and we're gossipy and we're scared and we're nervous and we're being blocked down and we're being buried and we don't even remember what the truth of our light is. It's hard to find, it's hard to bring into those conversations, it's hard to not be buried here, and then also made even more complicated when surrounded by humans who are enriching and thriving in darkness and enrich and thrive in darkness and burying the entire group, can we save this? Well, if what they're saying in this book, in these studies, and what they're, this psychologist is proving, if what they're saying is right, then it just becomes a challenge of power. Where in your life can you start to build your power back? And when I think about our build to this place, the ability to dream, the ability to go after said dreams, it really started with where we were most powerless. And usually, that comes down to money, right? (laughs) and maybe it doesn't for a lot of you because maybe that's not a struggle point for you but i want you to go back to the root of where you're most powerless maybe it's your dreams maybe it's your financial situation maybe it's your intelligence maybe we're questioning that maybe it's privilege they are just a whole heaping handful of things that it could be that you're really looking for confirmation that that is what has deemed you powerless. And so much of my middle-class Midwest upbringing, power really seated at the hand of the money. And so <clears throat> that was who we were throwing rocks at. And that's who we were giving all of our power to. Here you go. Here's another rock. Go build another building. Instead of taking that power back. Saying, I don't want to keep throwing rocks at you for you to build your empire. I want to build my own. And so even if that means I'm just taking back my teeny tiny rocks, I got to start taking them back. I can empower myself. I can take my power back. I can show up as the light and kind human being that I'm capable of being when I don't keep burying myself in rocks of untruth. Because the rock that I was burying myself with and my husband was burying himself with was that middle-class Midwesterners can't get ahead. There's no way. We will always be built and stuck right here. There's no way to escape this. There's no way to rewrite this for our family tree. We're done. Put up the white flag. We surrender. We surrender as powerless. Take us. Take us. Right? And that powerless place left us dreamless. Left us incapable of being inspired left us dark, left us gossipy, left us operating mostly in lower chakras where (laughs) where we just really were fire and ice, darkness and light, and mostly destructive to the people around us, to ourselves, to our offspring, to everything. And this isn't true, but it is true of humans when they feel powerless. And so the reason that you feel angry and you feel spiteful and you feel all these things The reason that we feel that is there's some sort of power shift. And in these studies that people do, psychologists, and he's going through right now in the book, places where psychologists went in, did these studies, but then had to force a dismantling of power, had to put one person in power to dismantle what we are naturally. And when they couldn't do that, when they weren't able to impact the study that way, humans were just kind. And so think about that. Think about how hierarchies (laughs) and corporations and cultures in most corporate organizations are on this power hierarchy leaving most people to feel powerless and so we wonder why cultures end up spinning out of control or people who are at the bottom feel meaningless mistreated like their work isn't that important right they're just powerless so of course they're going to throw rocks Of course, they're going to try to make their voice heard. Nobody wants to feel that. Nobody wants to know that. And when we are forced in this imbalance as human beings, as someone more powerful than us, as our backs against the wall, we do turn pretty nasty. Because this is not inherently so. This is not how we are built to live as humans and thrive. And so we fight it because it looks like darkness that we don't deserve to be feeling. And we know this as humans. And so it actually makes for this potentially dangerous conflict in ourselves. We know that we are more light than dark. And we know that darkness can take over and reign. Look at human history. Darkness can take over and reign when deemed powerless or when aligned with a strength when believed to follow the strongest suit. And if the strongest suit can communicate mass power, right, Because even when we look at the dismantling of power of some being and the enabling of power and overpower of other beings, other beings follow the more powerful suit because of the promise of the empowerment that they're going to get. Like, yikes, I'm not going to be able to find it in myself. So I better follow the strongest suit or else. And then that ends up not working because it doesn't work because eventually those that are being prosecuted find the goodness in human beings. Those things are etched all throughout history as well. We just sort of thrive in this lower chakra operation where it's gossip and and darkness And we tend to gravitate towards that because at least it makes us interesting at the water cooler. And so this shift of taking your power back is really taking the power and understanding that you've just been pitted up against a wall. Darkness is not your truth. Gossip and hate is not our truth. Light is our truth. Goodness and kindness in human beings is our inherent operation. We just get backed into corners where we forget what that goodness ever felt like. And we sort of sell our soul to the devil to return to at least power over goodness. and. I think here, if we know and believe and continue to look for the kindness that is every human being, the knowing that human beings in their operational state are good and kind, and we exhibit goodness and kindness and love, that's what we'll continue finding. And we aren't always going to find pure and succinct and common knowing of that operation but we can just continue to be it and what does it look like to show and send that to show and send and find where our heart belongs in our work in our truth in our operation in this world and i don't know For everywhere that you see proof of evil and hate, and maybe with normal media right now, this isn't a true statistic, but just look. Look for the good. It is in our human nature. We have been told wrong. But it's about taking back your power. And where you feel most powerless is where to go to work first. And then just start taking the power back from the things that are burying you in this world. That are burying you in darkness you don't deserve. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us me, it's just me, out on <laughs> all of our socials. I post every day, uh, post with some inspirational, I don't know, quotes and movements. Um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at the death of a dream also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, but you can check out Thank you.